Good morning and welcome to Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministry. We're in the month of sweet November. This is the part also of my favorite time of the year because you see the leaves start changing as we're getting ready to celebrate the month of Thanksgiving. And not to mention, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up, but it's a month where we also recognize just the spirit of Thanksgiving as a whole and how our hearts shall always be thankful. So as I go into the word today, I want each and every person that is listening to this podcast this morning to be encouraged, to really have a thankful spirit and a thankful heart, because we are so blessed here, especially in this country. And many of us don't even realize it because too many times we take what God has given us for granted, the people, the relationships, whatever God has given us, sometimes we take it for granted. But as if you haven't looked around, there is so much chaos and confusion going on in our land. And those that are listening this morning, the prayer warriors and the intercessory prayers, uh, prayer warriors, I want you to continue to lift up the United States of America continue to lift up other countries and other places and regions of the earth because prayer is needed. Lift up the leaders, those that you like, and even those that you don't even have a preference for because we all need prayer. Also, I want you to lift up Haiti because their country is going through so much turmoil and there is a lot of blood, innocent blood, that is being shed. And so we need to be praying and fasting and seeking the face of our Lord. And so today I want to go into the word of God to share some things with you. Uh, a few things about blessings and cursings, cursing, I'm sorry, curses, which I believe have fallen upon the land due to the fact that God's people as a whole have not repented as we ought to, humbling our hearts as a body of Christ to seek the Lord in prayer and all come together on one accord. Number two, there is so much sin going on, so many abominations. And so that's why I want to focus in and shed some light on this morning, the abominations that the Lord speak about in the Bible and also the the curses that fell upon God's people in the Old Testament as a result of God's people deliberately disobeying him, what came out of that. So first, before we get into the abominations, let's go to the book of Deuteronomy together, as we will be reading today from the book of Deuteronomy 20, chapter 28. And we're going to kind of start off in the first verse where it says, if you obey the Lord, your God, and faithfully keep all his commands that I am giving you today, he will make you greater than any other nation on the earth. Well, God wanted to separate his people from the world so that the world will know who he is, right? God wanted to set himself apart and also set his people apart. And the only way the people could be set apart from the world is by simply obeying and keeping 
the commandments of the Lord. As you know, some people will say, well, that was only in the Old Testament. God has still given us his blueprint that we are to still honor and obey God. And he says that if we do these things, guess what? In verse two, it says, obey the Lord your God and all these blessings will be yours. And as you continue to read, God begins to point down the blessings. He, he, he begins to list them one by one. He says, the Lord will bless your towns and your fields. The Lord will bless you with many children, with abundant crops and with many cattle and sheep. The Lord will bless your grain crops and the food you prepare for them. He will bless everything you do. He even goes on to say that he will defeat your enemies when they attack you. They will attack from one direction, but they will run from you in all directions. He will bless your work and fill your barns with grain. In other words, there shall be an overflow. There will be plenty for you, for your descendants, for your household, for your family. He says he will bless you in the land that he is giving you. Now, if you have ever read the Bible, God has always wanted to bless his people with land and just bless them because he loved them as a God, as a parent loved their child. But notice if you go to verse nine, he says, if you obey the Lord your God and do everything he commands, he will make you his own people as he has promised. Right? So God had expect his people to obey, obey the Lord. Verse 13, let's skip over. And it says, the Lord your God will make you the leader among the nations and not a follower. Today, too many people are following the wrong people, following idols, following gods, following others, but not really following the one who has sent himself into our lives, the God of the universe, the God of all creation. He says, you will always prosper and never fail if you obey failing all his commands that I'm giving you today. But nevertheless, in verse 15, it is saying, but you must never disobey them in any way or worship and serve other gods. So God wanted to let his people know, look, the blessings I'm giving you today, I'm freely giving them only if you're willing to remain obedient unto me. Only if you're willing to remain faithful. Verse 15 says, but if you disobey the Lord your God and do not faithfully keep all his commands and laws that I'm giving you today, all these evil things will happen to you. Okay. Where we are today, there's really no fear for many. Many hearts do not fear God because many hearts do not believe in this word, yet alone the statues of God. Many think that the Old Testament is done away with because Jesus has come. Yes, Jesus has come and he's fulfilled the law. But the word of God is still true, including the Old Testament and the New Testament, because he said, I did not come to abolish. Right. The law. So the law is not done away with. So everything in the Old Testament is just as important as the New Testament. But he said that I've come to fulfill the law. Now, in fulfilling the law, there was curses that also fell upon God's people when they chose to disobey. 
such as today, there are consequences for our actions when we deliberately choose to disobey the Lord. And when we disobey God, we're basically grieving the Holy Spirit. And that does not mean we take God's mercy and grace for granted. So these are the curses that befell upon God's people when they chose not to obey him. He points them out. In the book of Deuteronomy, we're in chapter 28, says the Lord will curse your towns and your fields. He will curse your grain crops and the food you prepare for, for them. The Lord will curse you by giving you only a few children, poor crops, and a few cattle and sheep. When we think about children today, especially here in the America, I mean, in America, the nation, many innocent babies have been aborted. And those who really desire to have children can't. And those who are deliberately getting pregnant, but not really understanding the truth behind abortion, is, is in God's sight what it is. It is shedding of innocent blood. And many women and many fathers who paid to get abortions don't understand that that grieves the heart of God. But let's get back to this verse. But he says, the Lord will curse you by giving you only a few children, poor crops and few cattle and sheep. The Lord will curse everything you do. If you do evil and reject the Lord, he will bring on you disaster, confusion, and trouble in everything you do until you are quickly and completely destroyed. Now, I'm going to read that verse again because number 20, verse 20, everything stood out. But it, it was something about 20 that stood out the most while reading this is because this is where we are right now as a nation, as a world that has truly forsaken God, his word, his truth. He says, if you do evil and reject the Lord, he will bring on you disaster, confusion, and trouble in everything you do until you are quickly and completely destroyed. Today, there is so much chaos in the land. There is so much hate in the land. There is so much violence in the land. And not only are these things in the land, but let's go over to 21, where he says he will send disease after disease on you until there is not one of you left in the land that you are about to occupy. The Lord will strike you with infectious diseases, with swelling and fever. He will send drought and scorching winds to destroy your crops. These disasters will be with you until you die. The rain will fall and your ground will become as hard as iron. Instead of rain, the Lord will send down dust storms and sandstorms until you are destroyed. Now, dust storms have happened in history in a time during the Great Depression, God had sent for dust storms. And it says the Lord would give your enemies victory over you. You will attack them from one direction, but you will run from them in all directions. 
Are God's people running from their enemies today? And if you are, it's because I ask the question, have you rejected the Lord? Because sometimes we have to realize that when we forsake our Lord, when we forsake his teachings, his truth, his commands, blessings will never come upon us. Instead of blessings, there will be curses. Instead of blessings, there will be mourning. And the Lord doesn't do these things to his people out of spitefulness, but the Lord does these things to bring correction and order in our lives. And the people on earth will be terrified when they see what happens to you. God was not speaking to anybody in the book of Deuteronomy, but God was speaking to his people, his chosen group of people. He was speaking to them, declaring, if you worship and exalt me, if you honor me, then there will be blessings. But if you choose to dishonor me, fall behind your your consequences, curses will, will fall upon you, your land, and everything you do. So let's skip over into some of these abominations as well, because these abominations Let us not be ignorant of these things. They are abominations unto the Lord, thy God. And they do affect our lives. Leviticus 18.22 says, you shall not lie with a male as one lies with a female. It is an abomination. God is clear about distinguishing what is right and what is unacceptable in his sight. Leviticus 20, 13 says, if there is a man who lies with a male as those who lie with a woman, both of them have committed a detestable act. Okay, it says they shall surely be put to death. The blood of guiltiness is upon them. And so when we're reading all of these things in the Old Testament and we see God's law written in such a way that God's people had to offer up sacrifices. Today, it makes it it should make our hearts be so ever so grateful for our shortcomings, for the fact that no one was perfect except for Jesus Christ. And that's why he had to die for our sins. So that we can recognize how unholy we are and how holy God is. Leviticus 20.13 says, if there is a man who lies with a male. Well, I read that one, so I'm sorry. Well, let's skip over to Proverbs 6.16-19. through It says, there are six things which the Lord hates, yet seven which are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. Now, we talked about this. It's not only those who murder people, but it's also those that are killing the sanctity of life. A heart that devises wicked plans and feet that run rapidly to evil. A false witness who utters lies and one who spreads strife among brothers. So we must be careful about what we say about others. Because whether you feel that nobody is listening to that conversation, the Holy Spirit is listening to that conversation in its entirety. Luke 16, 15 says, 
And he said to them, who are those who justify yourselves in the sight of men? But God knows your hearts for that which is highly esteemed among men is detestable in the sight of God. So we got to be careful about who we esteem more than the Lord. But I just wanted to share some of those things that are abominations. And that's not even all of them. Right. But there's so much more if you take the time to read. And so when we think about the confusion, the chaos in the land, we have to be prayerful and very watchful. Prayerful for our souls, the souls of our loved ones that may or our friends or families or even for ourselves. Because sometimes the honest truth is that we all have fallen short of God's glory, whether those were caught in some of the abominations that I just named, or whether you realize that you didn't, you know, honor God. And so, you know, the Bible says that a man reaps what he sows. That's really now curses are not falling upon us, but we reap what we sow. And that's really that's the curse in itself. So that's why we must be very mindful about how we're living our lives. Are we living really for God or for people or for ourselves? Are we living to please the enemy? And as a nation, we can see what is clearly happened to a nation who chooses to not fear the Lord. As we stated earlier in the book of Deuteronomy, there is confusion. There is chaos. There is no peace. So repentance must take place. Humbling your hearts, our hearts, I'm sorry, not just one person, but all of us. Humbling our hearts in the sight of the Lord. We must do it. And we must gather together in the spirit realm to pray for the things that are happening and plaguing the land the spirit of darkness. Father God, we come to you this morning, God. And God, we lift up every nation, every country to you, God. God, it seems as if though blessings has befall upon many cities and towns and greed and corruption has taken. The wicked seems to be ruling in high places, oh Father God. But Lord, I ask for the people of God to humble their hearts God, that we would pray and to seek your face. God, that we would turn from any wickedness, that we would turn, God, from anything, God, that displeases you, God. God, that you would rid us of the spirit of greed or pride, God. The spirit, anything that would separate us from your love, God. Lord, humble our hearts so that we will reference you as a holy God because we are holy priests a holy nation, God, that have been called by you and have been chosen by you, God. God, I pray, God, that even still, God, that you will continue to knock on the hearts of your people, that you will begin to save, deliver, and sanctify, God, that you will shed light, Lord, where darkness has abided and where darkness has deceived so many of your people, God, just like the fallen angels. May you bring us back into the truth 
of serving and honoring and worshiping you in spirit and in truth, God. God, may we cry out to you day and night for ourselves, for our families, for our loved ones, and for those who are lost, for those who have not accepted you, God. And are, are living, God, in, a, in deception. But I pray, God, for you to draw the hearts of your people as only you can because you are sovereign, Lord. Lord, blessed be your name, for you are worthy. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Again, thank you today for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. May you tune in for another segment, and may you invite another friend to listen. In Jesus' name. Blessed and blessed, uh, I'm sorry, blessings unto you. I can't get it right. And tune in for another segment. Bye-bye.